0: Love
1: Talk Radio Over the airwaves, you're listening to J.C. Hawks Radio Well, hello and welcome to the show. I am your host, J.C. Hawks. Joining us tonight is Dominique White, owner of the Tennessee Di- Diamondbacks, a first-year team in the USWFL from Clarksville, Tennessee. We'll talk to with Di- Dominique about her decision to start a team and how well it's progressed so, so far. Also joining us is Vince Singletary, the fitness major. We have a special segment on how to prevent Injuries. We've been seeing a lot of injuries uh, this season, and we're only in Game 2 of the USWFL. And looking at the boards, I saw that there were some uh, injuries already, which games had to be stopped. Not just the USWFL, but the WFA as well as the IWFL. You know, when you have the uh, least amount of players on the team, and you're playing a team who's maybe 40, 50, 60 strong, it's hard to avoid but uh, later in the show, you'll hear a segment on how you can help prevent those injuries from occurring. Uh, Vince Singletary will discuss um, ways how you know you're supposed to, you know, jump mem- mem- uh, memory muscle, muscle memory, and things of that nature. Uh, Dominique White of the Tennessee Diamondbacks will be joining us at 10 minutes after the hour, and then after that, probably. 35 minutes after the hour we'll have this segment uh with vince singletary actually it's uh, a pre-record it was done oh i'm I'm trying to think how many years ago it was done so some of the information has changed in regard to his websites but uh if you want to join me in the chat room i'm in the chat room you can go to radio.jchawks.com and on the left hand side uh click chat, and it will open another link and hit that again. Um, it will show up as guest. I'm in there right now as guest E04C, so it doesn't really say my name. This chat room is a little bit different, so as soon as you join in, it will just give you a guest number, and then if you want to introduce yourself, and if you have any questions for Dominique or or any questions in regard to anything else on the show, um, you can reach us uh, at jc at jchawks dot com if you want to email, have any questions or comments, or you'd like to be on the show, uh, just drop me a line. Or you can uh, follow on Twitter at jc underscore hawks, and I try to tweet. You know when we have a live show. Um, and broadcasts and everything, and so you can you can follow along. And then our website for our blog talk radio is jchawks dot com. And so if you're listening now, uh, you can uh, tune in. You know, on the radio, do your normal stuff. And that's that's the advantage of of internet radio. You don't have to be anywhere specific. You can kind of do your thing. And and that's why I I enjoy listening to like radio broadcasts. The scores, uh, I only found out three scores for the USWFL. The USWFL has not updated their website, uh, uswflsports.com. I'm not sure the reason being, but I was told I can get some scores on Michael Burmey, who is a special contributor to the USWFL. And I did get uh, three scores. The Detroit Pride shut out the Indiana Storm 42 to nothing the Washington prodigy defeated the Fayetteville at 28 to zero. And the Houston wildcats defeated the new Orleans crew 33 to eight. And let me check something real quick here. Um, my apologies. The Fayetteville fierce were defeated, uh, 28 to zero. And, uh, you can catch Michael Burme on his Facebook page. He normally tweets, and I didn't get any any, any tweets this weekend. So, um, so I've been I usually follow him to, to tweet the scores. I was also talking to one of the owners in regard to officiating. I guess there was some uh, problems in officiating. And uh, if anybody has any stories of you know with when. When dealing with women's uh, football, a lot of them are, are enforcing the high school rules uh, when they play, when when usually uh, the women's leagues usually go by NCAA AA rules. And so a lot of them are high school coaches or high school referees, and they um, – Utilize those rules. So it's important when you have a, a a officiator, a referee. You know when they come, meet with them, say, hey, you know, here's our rules. You know they should already know what the rules are ahead of time. But uh, we run into some that you know just get there, or get there late, and you gotta say, hey, you know, these are what we go by. We have some modifications to the rules. We follow this rule. Because sometimes they they throw out some of their um, their high school rulings. You know, in the women's game. So Dominique will be joining us in about four minutes. And so, if you have any questions or comments, or would like to be on the show, uh, you can email me at jc at jchawks So later in the show, we're going to talk about the uh, most common injuries that occur, you know, for women. You'll, you'll notice that, you know, women and men are, are not created equal when it comes to injuries. Uh, it was the ACL injuries are most common in, in women athletes. I put on the site uh, the eight most common football injuries at radio.jchawks.com. And looking these over, uh, this, is, this is excluding head, head injuries. The number one injury uh, is ACL injuries, then MCL injuries. Torn meniscus, ankle sprains and strains, muscle contusions, torn hamstrings, shoulder tendonitis, and shoulder separation or dislocation. And so I put that up on the board at radio.jchawks.com. So that way you can kind of read in detail what each in, uh, injury means and. Uh, you know, what each one means. Uh,
0: Most common,
1: now I know I have a a knee injury from playing, um, and it just started uh, being aggravated this time, and usually during the cold weather, and, you know, now now I'm walking more. So I've noticed it's been increasingly painful. Um, You know, you want to get that looked at, especially if you plan on, you know, like this year if you plan on playing next season and you get hurt don't wait too long because it's going to take a long time for it to heal i had a i had a a a friend who played football and she waited too long and she was a, she missed the following season uh because she waited too long and and so you want to get those injuries taken care of as soon as you know you know you, you you had them So back to officiating, I'm kinda of going back and forth here because uh I think that's a good topic. Um we did a, a show one time about officiating and you know, it's the players, you know, their safety, you know, that is is at risk when when you have poor officiating. Uh if you look at um some of the when you look at your film, um you kind of see the coach points out, Okay, this is what you need to look out for when, you know, you get called on penalties. You get a lot of the back back uh blocked to the back and a lot of times that's overlooked you know if if you're running and you're you hit some in the back that should be a flag an automatic flag uh, i had one uh one friend who you know played on our team her, her you could see that she didn't block them to the back because you could see that she hit the, the other player kind of in the front but she was called block to the back and it was funny because she goes, check out the film, check out the film. And so I was going in slow motion, and I'm watching. And you could clearly see on film, but, you know, you know, referees making quick decisions. You know, we don't have instant replay in women's football. So as, as she was running, I'm watching, I'm going frame by frame by frame by frame. You could see that she actually hit her on the front of her shoulder, but it was called blocked to the back. And and you see that commonly, that there are a lot of blocked to the backs um, injuries or penalties that aren't called. So maybe uh, we can have a segment on officiating. I was actually listening, looking for a clip that uh, some coaches had actually did a, a humorous um, skit on on uh, officiating. So I'll see if I can find that and play that next week. But uh, Dominique White will be calling shortly. She's with the Tennessee Diamondbacks. So like I said, they're a first-year uh first season team so we'll we'll kind of learn about how the team's progressing what she's doing you know what she had to do to um when she first started her team you know being a first year team you have to kind of look at you know your your funding you know your 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 field costs and as, as we talk to other owners we've learned that um you know it, it's pretty expensive to own a team you know you have to get your field caught your your field and you can't get your field until you get the insurance and a lot of a lot of teams had to wait and by then with all the the fields being you know uh, other organizations are picking up the field you you can lose out if you don't have your field insurance so it's important to get all that in place so when you're you know when you're thinking about starting a team you need to um look for everything, you know, go to your, you know, from your uniforms to your fundraising, to your marketing, to your, uh, you know, your, your players fees. You're going to have to decide if you're going to have players fees. And I know a lot of people don't want to have players fees because they think, well, you know, we're a professional, we shouldn't have people play. But, you know, until, you know, we make women's football more uh, known and you know it's been around for a long time and a lot of, a lot of people have never heard of you know like certain teams they've been in playing 16 17 years and it's you know it's hard especially if you're a player and a, an owner or a, a coach you know it it's kind of hard to promote your team because you you know you have practice three times a week so we'll be discussing that you know how how it got started and um you know, how she got started, how she decided to have a team. So she should be calling in shortly. So if you have any questions and you want to, you know, say, hey, can we talk about this, anything, any type of segments you want, you know, from, you know, concussions, you know, we can have um, somebody come on and, and talk about concussions, uh, you know, in regard to, you know, getting hurt on the field. Um you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this. You know, you should never buy a used helmet because once you you have a concussion, you, that helmet is no longer um, any good. Usually, if you have your helmet, you should actually get it certified at least every two years. At least every two years. I mean, if you play and you get hit hard every every season, you want to get that checked more frequently. Um, it, it can range about a hundred bucks, but you might be able to find a nice helmet. You know, for maybe. Twice that amount, so it might be just worth investing investing in a a good helmet. Uh, I had a friend who, um, you know, I bought a motorcycle and uh, I bought my helmet, and you know, they always say don't buy used helmets because the same thing, you you get hit even if you drop the helmet, it's it's no good. In fact, uh, our neighbor, you know, for their for their child, they they were going to get them a motocross motorcycle and he was playing with his helmet and he dropped it i said no you know you got to treat that helmet with respect i said you drop it you don't know if you've damaged it and so i told him i said oh well he's not going to be driving you know it doesn't matter you know your your head is number one you know you want him for safety you want to protect your head so you want to make sure the equipment that you buy for your, you know, for for your plane, your, your pads and your your helmet have to be certified. You know, you can't just get any helmet. So if if you're a, um, a team that has players that are coming from another team, you know, you want to make sure that their helmet is is safe. You know, you, you know, let them know. Say, hey, you know, I you know, I'm I'm happy you're on our team, but we want to make sure you know safety is number one, and so we want to, um, you know, make sure that your helmet's safe. You know, if you you know. You need to get that certified because, you know, you could get a somebody could have another helmet from another player, you know, because they can't afford to buy another helmet. So they purchase a helmet from another player and they don't know that that player was, you know, had a concussion. You know, the player says, hey, I need to get a new helmet because, you know, my helmet's no good. But here, I'll sell it to you. So you need to get that certified. So better to spend the extra money for a brand new helmet than take a chance, you know, with with a head injury. Okay. So what I'm gonna do, it looks like I'm ex- a little bit late. I'm gonna play the clip a little early. Um and then I'll I'll text her and let her know. Maybe maybe she was waiting for me to call through. But uh so this is Vince Singletary. He is the fitness major. Like I said, he I've I've talked to him uh many, many times. Um when I had my team, he uh did a a boot camp for us and uh and so I always call him, you know when it comes to like anything fitness nutrition so this is about a twenty five minute clip, and I'll give Dominique you know a, a call, and let her know, hey, you know after the clip we'll uh, I'll give you 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 can call in and so so like I said, it's about a twenty five minute clip and it's how to prevent injuries and, and and it's a good one it it explains you know what you need to do, how you need to prepare, what you should be doing um not just you know. Warming up, you should be warming up, and not just sprinting and getting on the field going head on. You know, you know, you need to do certain warm ups and certain the way you you know you move and turn and twist. So let me play this. I'm going to give Dominique a a, an email, a text and have her come on right after the the pre-record. We're going to try to talk more in depth of the injuries and how women players can avoid injury. Uh, Why don't you introduce yourself and and tell us your – so this way for people that didn't hear you last year. You were on our show three times last year. Let people know who you are and what you do, and and give out your website, too, so that they could check it out.
0: All right. Thank you. Uh, Well, my name is Vince Singletary. I am a certified personal trainer. I have a degree in exercise science. I'm also NASM certified, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine, performance enhancement specialist and the ACSM, which is American Academy of Sports Medicine. Uh, I've been training since 2008. I'm a natural bodybuilder, uh, so uh, training athletes is what I love to do. I'm an athlete myself. So uh, what, a couple of things that I like to do is uh, one-on-one training. I have also do group exercise training classes, and I do online consultations for program designs and nutrition advice. My website is www.fitnessmajor.com.
1: And then your email is uh, fitnessmajor at gmail.com. So if anybody's interested in the online uh, portion of your training, they can email you. And I think you have something on your website, don't you, for that?
0: Yes, I have my contact information on there as well.
1: Okay, and then you also have some of the interviews that we did last year on nutrition and and as well as specific sport specific training for women as well as sport specific training. And uh, we talked a lot about prevention of injury, and and we touched on that, but it it seems that, you know, looking at the studies, women are likely to get their ACL injured four to eight times more likely than men, from what I read. Is that true? Uh,
0: Yes, that is correct. There's... um... Women are more more prone to injuries. I know we we breached on it last year, but um, a little more in depth on that. Uh, b- big reason is, like I said, men tend to have, tend, men have more muscle mass than women generally. So muscle helps hold your tendons and your and your ligaments in place, especially on on your like your ankles and your knees because they're more weight bearing uh, joints. So, being that we men tend to have more muscle mass. They tend to be able to hold more structure in them tendons and them joints than women um, a couple other reasons why is um, knee tracking uh, typically women like to lock their knees out more than men uh, maybe just because they want to feel taller or uh, just a habit you know like a lot of women that do like ballerina and gymnastics tend to lock their knees out because that's how they was taught uh, another reason is also, um, you know, women more than men uh, wear heels, so wearing heels, you know, puts extra stress on your on your knees, on your knee ligaments, and your joints. Um, another couple of things that studies have shown that your your leg strength, of course, men have have generally will have stronger legs than women if both people train their legs but it seems that the ratio from your quads to your hamstrings, which is quads being the front of the thigh and the hamstrings being the rear of the thigh, the ratio of strength on both sides tend to be far lower in women than men. Um, Studies have shown generally that women tend to have about a 50% strength ratio from their quads to their hamstrings, where men tend to have around 70%. And your hamstrings play a big role in... Stabilizing your ACL joint, which is one of the two most common injuries that when you have knee injury.
1: Now, the way the women, you know, I was taught too that, like you said, like women lock their knees and and when they jump and and go to the ground, they're more in an upright position. They don't they don't actually fall right. It's, I mean, like land right, I should say. Is there something? I mean, they don't bend their knees enough. Is there something that they should be doing?
0: Yes. Um, Starting a jump and also landing out of a jump. You should always be in what uh, f- football terms would be, or any sports really, um, athletic stance. Your athletic position where you're like in a in a, in a kind of a half or a quarter squat, you should always start that. Um, a good thing to do is uh, before you get ready to do a jump, you should sit back like you're about to get into a squat. And... Uh, kind of sit back on your heels a little bit, not on your toes, but more on the ball of the foot to the heel. And then you want to explode up, starting with the heel, and then roll up to to where your toes are and explode off the ground. Um, When you explode up, you should have your toes pointing towards the floor. And then landing, you should do the complete opposite. So you should land on your toes, ball of your foot, and then roll down into your heels and also landing in that same squatted position because, again, that's going to take the pressure off of the knees and it's going to put put all your emphasis on your thighs, hamstrings mostly, which is why strengthening your hamstrings are so important because you explode out through your hamstrings and your glutes or your butt muscles a little more than you would your quads from that position. And then another thing that tends to happen is knee tracking. Um, you tend to have people that uh, you know. If you don't have strength in your quads and hamstrings, your knee tracking tends to be off. Most people' knees will tend to flare in, which puts a lot of stress on the knees. Some people's knees flare out, and but that that also puts stress on the knees. But typically, you'll see in athletes that I've trained, you will see the knees start to buckle in, kind of like um, knock knees, and that's automatically going to Cause a jerk into the knees because the knees aren't supposed to do that. You should always keep trying to make sure you can land, and when you explode off the ground, try to keep your your kneecap it should be in between your second and third toe. Mm-hmm.
1: What's what's the muscle me- uh, memory that they need to do? Like like you you teach exercising, so if a if a player's going to explode like that and then land, they're not going to remember. Oh, I should do this. What's a good exercise to make them remember to do that?
0: Well, one thing I always. Um, when I assess the client, especially someone training for sports, I assess their their mechanics. You know, landing mechanics. I also assess their strength, and um, strength is very key when it comes to that. Um, posture is important. Having good core stability. As if you don't have good core stability, you tend you, a, lot, a lot of your um, hip complex is is. Related to your to where your abdominal walls, your transverse abdominis are. So if you're kind of weak on your core, or if you have tight hips, you would tend to uh, push push off more, which your which put, put more pressure on the knees because you're not you're not in good unison with your form. So I would always have them you know t- test your strength. Make sure you have the the stability to do that. Um, Practicing mechanics yeah, go do squats so that you're keeping a good form, uh, going slow. You know, if you have to stand in front of a mirror and do it, that's fine And until so you can see it. And then when you see it, kind of visualize, log into your mind on how your body is feeling like that. If you need to, maybe pull your knees in a little bit, see how that feels. Pull your knees out a little more, see how that feels, so that you know what it feels like to have that Alignment there, so you could do that. Um, doing isometric um, squats where you just either with a ball or just against the wall, you squat down and you do an isometric hold at the bottom, and then again looking at your tracking, to, to so your body could understand what it, how it should be aligned, and then that usually creates a muscle memory in your muscles.
1: I'm I, I'm looking at one of the questions somebody had asked. Um, are there certain activities they should avoid that may be damaging to their knee?
0: Well, being an athlete, um, one thing that you would not see me do, you won't see me up in the up in the snow um, skiing. <laughs> you won't see me doing that. Um, you won't see me doing uh, anything that would put jeopardy in you know risking injury because um, a lot of times is when you, you injure yourself is when you're out of control, like jumping, for instance. You can control you control to a certain extent how you land I mean um, you know practice repetition you know keeping trying to keep good landing mechanics will help that but even then you're still in an uncontrolled environment because you're in the air whereas if you do a squat it's all controlled by you so um, just you know take good care of yourself uh, making sure that that you have good strength in your in your legs and your whole body as a whole but your core and your legs, uh, making sure you got good flexibility in your ankles, um, making sure that you have uh, good stability training, those type of stability training, whether it's on a, a balanced mat, whether it's on a BOSU ball, uh, whether it's on a, uh, I forgot what they're called, they got hex pad, just doing different things. So I'm just standing on one leg and doing like um, quarter squats, or just, uh, just doing balancing exercises would help to strengthen the muscles around your joints. But I mean, uh, me, just me. I said, me personally, I'm not going to do anything, any uh, reckless exercise, reckless um, activities that's going to put me at jeopardy of injuring myself.
1: And I have another question, I think you covered it though um, already earlier. Somebody asking, why does my daughter need to train differently from men or boys? I think you mentioned because of the, the muscle mass, but uh, you often see women working their upper bodies more than their lower bodies.
0: Yes, you so, do. Um, well, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. I, I tend. I rarely see women when they train. This is from my my that they're they're always working on their upper bodies. They don't do enough lower body exercises.
0: Yeah. Um, typically, you'll see uh, women um, generally will do uh, upper body. For strength, because most a lot of women, you know, that are in a lot of stiffer sports, track and field, um, uh, sports like that, uh, they usually tend to just work their lower body from a cardio stance instead of um, strengthening stance, and and so they tend to have a weaker upper body. They would figure they they do the treadmill, or they do the elliptical or the stairmaster, and that's good enough for strengthening the muscles in the legs. Then they do resistance training. For their upper bodies, but to, if you strengthen, if you do strength training on your legs as well as the cardio, you will have more endurance in your legs, and you will have so your legs will have more strength in them. Which again, going going back to that, it will help your your you to keep the joints lined up. Not only that, yes, um, doing head cardio is good for impact on the bones, which you need to strengthen them but resistance training is just as good uh, as strengthening the bones. And like I said, um, if you're running, the ratio between your quads and your hamstrings are already a disadvantage. So if you're not doing isolation exercises to target them, separation uh, parts of your body, your legs, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not, you know, you could be more explosive with strength training on your lower body. As well as you know, at doing the cardio.
1: Now, what would you recommend? Um, the, right now, the women are playing football, and uh, you know, I, I kind of made note that you know, not all of them work out, except for when they play three times a week. They don't do anything on their own. What would you recommend that they do when they're not playing football? Like if they're they're at home, they don't belong to a gym, but they want to do something, you know, at home
0: or. Uh, is it off season or in season?
1: Oh, they're actually in season. Uh, they're, 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 all they're doing okay. is they're just doing their football conditioning when they're at practice, and that's it. And then they rest the the two days. Should they be doing something extra? Because I mean, Let's say like that's all they do to get in shape.
0: Well, yeah, you definitely don't want to use your your practice and your scrimmages to for your conditioning solely. You want to do at least one or two days of some type of you know strength training even during the season to help because as as with, with the season you know, your body is going through a lot in practices and actual games. Your body gets broken down a lot, so you need to build as much strength as possible and, much, as, mu- and as much agility and stability as possible. So not, not only the benefits of strength is, is to get stronger and more explosive, but also to help your body recover faster. Um, so uh, things at home you could probably you could do if you have a gym ball. Um, you could do what they call lying hamstring curls. Whereas, would you lay with your upper sh- your your back on the floor, and then you put your heels on the ball, and you would raise your hips up off off the floor put your hands out to the sides for balance, and you roll your ankles or you roll your heels outwards so then your foot will be flat. So you bring your knees up towards your up, up there and bring your heels towards your butt. Uh, that's a good one for strengthening exercises, not only from a strength standpoint, but from a stability standpoint because, like I say, if, if it's a ball, it's unstable. So what's helping to keep that area stable would be your, your legs, right for that exercise, your hamstrings, your lower back, your abdominals, and also uh, your butt muscles as long as you're keeping your hips elevated. Uh, another good one could be, uh, say, wall squats. It's good for strengthening around the, the the front, the top of the thigh, the quads. Doing that, um, you can grab a step for your calves because you want you want to have strength in them because that's going to help with explosion. And also, you want to help keep the mobility in your ankles because, as you know, with a football, it's not just going forward or backwards. It's multi-directional changes. So you need to keep the ankles loose as possible. And and not every surface is is carpet and turf. There's going to be surfaces you might play on or you might practice on. It's, you know, natural field. And they're not always the smoothest of areas. So that can make a difference between you rolling an ankle and just being able to shake it off or actually rolling an ankle and spraining it or, as you know, there. are Your joints from your ankle, knee, and hip are all one linemen. So if you try to move one, you move them all. All of them have to move in sequence. You can't just move one part of that joint. If you do, you're going to feel a strain or stress on it. So strengthening that, keeping the mobility in that will help to prevent, you know, knee injuries as well as ankle injuries. Um, Doing uh, lunges are always a good exercise. Are a good exercise for building strength in overall thigh and butt muscles. Except body squats.
1: Yeah, and and for people that let's say they want to get more training with you, so they can contact you uh, via email or and your website. Vince does do training one on one if you if you live in the Sacramento area, but if you don't live in the Sacramento area and you want some expert advice, you can you can uh, go online and train through you that way. Now do you have, um, do you just mostly uh, do like, um, was it those little computer generated or do you just basically talk them through what they need to be doing?
0: Uh, We we talk about exercises and um, programs and uh, I do have videos that I make that I put on my website as well as um, I put on like YouTube and people can actually go and look at at the exercise if they don't understand how to do it. They can look at a live demonstration of how it's done. Now,
1: now how would you assess someone? Like, could say if they're, like, say say they're in Philadelphia. Like, let's just say somebody from Philadelphia wanted to
0: uh,
1: talk to you. How would you assess assess them what they needed?
0: Well, with them, um, there's a couple ways we can do it. If they have a computer at home, and if they actually have a webcam, I can view them, and I can we can walk each other through the exercises, and I can teach them that way. That would be the best way to do it, without, you know, visually seeing them. Or, at worst case, if you can't do that. You can always do it through pictures. So I can have them take a picture in, in the natural stance, picture in the athletic stance, picture in in a, in, a, in a full squat, and kind of critique them on what, what what they could do. Like if your knees are coming in, or if your feet are turning out, I can I can give you feedback that way too. Mm-hmm.
1: I know that when you were in the Sacramento area, you actually came and in, in to the gym where my team was at, and you actually had them do a series of different uh, tests. Like the, you did some the clapping where they their their balance, and then their their I guess they had a clap while doing the the push-up position stance. Was that one of them?
0: Yes, yes, sir. And yes, what sir, is, yes. what does
1: that tell you on that on that particular?
0: Well, a lot of it, uh, that does it, it, it assesses what's in like, your balance, which with which trick. Primarily, it's going to trigger the muscles like this around your knees, around your ankles, around your hips, the smaller muscles, the muscles that play a role in keeping you upright and keeping you from from uh, rolling an ankle or keeping you from putting a lot of extra strain on the knee. It help the prime movers move better so that you can be stronger and more explosive. Also, um, the benefits of it is you are getting coordination down. You know, coordination is important in any sport because uh, you know, hand-eye coordination, whether you're on the line trying to bull rush on the defensive side or do a swim move whether you're on the offensive line and you're just trying to keep your, your hands inside the pads and drive through alignment a when you're doing a running play or a pass protection. There's uh, rotating your hips and twisting and turning on a on a route, if you're a wide receiver, or cutting and driving through a, a receiver, if you're a safety or a DB, uh, it it plays a role in every part of the football field. On every player, you need to have this ability of said, good agility, good you know, coordination, hand eye, and um, you know body awareness.
1: Yeah. So the advantages of having a personal fitness trainer. Uh, you know, like you said, if if anybody's interested in just learning, you know, preventing injury or just learning how to be more explosive on the field, uh, you can actually go to fitnessmajor.com and email Vince. And uh, you have your rates and everything on the the website, Vince, or is it based on what
0: what they need? Uh, I do have some rates on there. Um, then there's other rates that's based on you know um, the needs of how specific they need to be. I have a couple of specials right now for people that live in town, of course. Um, I have a, a intro packet where it's uh, $35 per session for 10 sessions.
1: Have you started your radio show yet, Vince?
0: No, I'm still working on it. Um, I've been um, in and out of town a lot uh, with my sponsors, um, my protein sponsor, and I've just picked up a sponsorship with the clothing line. So um, the clothing line is called Chiseled, Wear. It has men and women's from uh, training shorts, sweatpants, shirts, hats, all the way up to you know boy shorts for women, women tees for women, tank tops for men. And then I have a protein uh, company that sponsors me called Try About Time. They're out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They're all natural weight company, uh, gluten free, lactose free, diabetic friendly protein. So I've been getting stuff ready with them, marketing and networking their products and promoting them as well as promoting myself for the new season. But I am definitely want to get on there, um, try to put together a show twice a month, speaking about different topics, sports, um, just general training, diet, health, and everything else
1: and and right now you do have a few nutrition and force specific training on your website that that we'll put this clip as well. I'll I'll send you this clip so that way you can uh add this to your site. But um but thank you Vince for coming on the show, taking the time out of your Sunday. I know you were busy today and I appreciate it. Um you know, seeing that article on injuries and with the football season starting, uh we've we've had two actually ankle injuries. Um in the last two years on our team. And and it's just the way women, I think, aren't, you know, they're athletic, but when it comes to football, a lot of this is new to them, so they're not using the muscles they would normally use maybe in another sport. And so it's important to remind remind them that they need to focus more on certain exercises to strengthen, you know, the lower portion of their body, not just the upper portion.
0: Yeah, because all the power that, especially in football, all the power comes from the core and, and below the waist. Upper body has played a role, but it's not as, not as important as, when, as if you're playing with your legs and with your core, keeping your core tight so that you can explode, keeping your legs strong so you can drive through somebody. The arms play a minimal role. If you have a strong upper body and you're alignment, but your legs are lacking. You can get pushed around by a person that you see is smaller than you, if they have more leg strength and and the know how to leverage themselves.
1: Okay, Vince, I want to thank you so much. Is there anything you want to add uh, before I say goodnight?
0: Nope. I just uh, every time I come on, I appreciate it and and it's fun talking with you and informing the ladies about you know ways to help you know keep from getting injured and not only that but becoming a better overall athlete. You know, that that's that's the focus you want you want to compete. And it's hard to compete when you're on the sidelines injured. So getting yourself ready for the season off season and being ready during the season, I mean it makes a whole lot of difference. I mean, the people that are at the top of their, their leagues are people that, that are diligent in their training and they they're consistent year round. Uh just like with me, I'm I'm I train year round on programs in and out all through the year. And, you know, I try to stay ready. I um, don't try to get ready when the season starts. I try to stay ready all year round. So the preparation isn't as long and the work isn't as strenuous.
1: Okay, thank you, Vincent. I really appreciate it. And we'll have to have you on again and let us know when your show is is coming on the air so we can let our listeners know that they could tune in. Okay, that was Vince Singletary, the fitness major. And we did that interview a few years back. Um, if you were listening and you're wondering how out of the blue did I say, well, what if somebody's in Philadelphia? Well, that same day we had the uh, Coach Mike from the Liberty Bells on. And so, of course, I drew out Philadelphia. It wasn't just out of the blue. There was a reason for that. Um, so his website has changed. Uh, he no longer has fitnessmajor.com, but there are three ways to contact him. So if you're interested – you know, Vince could put together a plan, and like he said, he could get with you, like, like via video chat, Skype. You guys can talk, set up a program, you know, or through pictures, and, you know, he like he said, you can stand a certain, you know, how you normally stand, and he can work with you. Um, and if you're in the Sacramento area... Um, you know he he can actually set up a one on one with you but yeah he did he did a lot you know with our team you know he did boot camps every year i had a boot camp and had him work the girls out <laughs> so you know they they had a lot of fun and they couldn't wait till you know we did it again and um but to, there's three ways to get a hold of vince um he is on blog talk radio so like i said this was done a few years back so he is on blog talk radio And he has some past episodes that you can listen to. I don't think he does it now uh, because he's so busy doing competitions. He's a a bodybuilder. So if you check out his site, if you check out – okay, so it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash slash fitness major. His uh, Twitter account is fitness major, and his Facebook uh, account is uh, forward slash Vince period singletary. S-I-N-G-L-E-T-A-R-Y. In fact, what I'll do is I'll put his information on radio.jchawks.com. But if you just Google uh, the fitness major Sacramento or, you know, Vince Singletary, he'll pop up. But, yeah, so, you know, I love Vince. And um, he always came on the show and, and, you know, talked about fitness. And, I was listening, and it talked about, you know, for your particular position. I do have um, an audio broadcast um, of the interview of when he's talking about specific uh, football positions, what exercises should, you should do, maybe for a running back or O-line. So I'll look for that. I'll dig that up, uh, and I'll pull that clip out. Um, and if you listened to our, it, our April 10th show, I actually played one of his clips on nutrition, you know, proper diet, what you should be doing, you know, before you practice, uh, what you should be eating, what you should be eating after practice. So there's a lot of information that Vince, you know, shares with us. And uh, like I said, if you're interested, you know, in talking to Vince, you have any questions, Actually, I forgot to give you his email. His email is fitnessmajor at gmail.com. And just say, hey, BJ, or J- BJ, just say BJ. Say, hey, BJ said, uh, you know, that you you, know, you did some camps and you also do, um, you know, some one-on-one. And I'm interested in finding out what can I do to strengthen this. So, yeah, give him an email at uh write them an email at fitness major at com And like I said, I'll put all this information on radio.jchawks.com. And then I'll look for, there's a couple of things I want to look for. I'm going to look for that uh, audio, which is pretty easy if you just um, Google it, but I'm going to actually give you the clip so you don't have to listen to, you know, the show that it was in. And i want to talk about, I like to get, uh, uh, some referees on or a referee talking about officiating. You know what they're looking for, what what they miss, how they could miss it. You know, like I said, there there are a lot of penalties uh that do get overlooked. And I just gave that example blocked to the back. Uh, you know, because you know, if it if and if and if it's something that's ongoing You know, you need to say, hey, you know, hey, can you keep an eye on number so-and-so? You know, this is happening. This is like the second time, or now he's doing it to this person, or she's doing it to this person. Can you kind of take a look, you know, kind of be aware? And You know, sometimes they're not aware, you know, but just make them know that. uh, So I'll see if I can get uh, a a ref on talking about officiating and then that that program. Okay, so we're going to have a little abbreviated show um, I'm going to get back with Dominique and, and see um, if she can come back on the air, uh, maybe in a couple weeks. But uh, if you have any questions, comments, you can email me at jc at com. And if you missed the broadcast um, of tonight, you don't want to hear the beginning of Vince's interview. It was at, I'm going to say it was 15 minutes after the hour. So what you can do is it's going to take a while for the um for the the, the podcast to, you know, upload, you know, where you can listen to it. So to wait for that, because once you do that, you can actually uh, fast forward it to the 15 minute essay the hour, and you can kind of listen to the whole um, audio broad, broadcast of Vince uh, um, talking about the how to prevent injuries. And then on the site also, I put in the uh, eight most common football injuries, and as you heard, women or more are more prone to ACL injuries so take a a look at that on radio.jchawks.com okay I want to thank you all for listening and I will see you next Monday Um, I'll be posting you know what's going to be on the show Um, and if you have any any interest in certain topics that you want like I said in the beginning we can talk about uh, concussions or or equipment and have somebody on you know of that so just let me know at jc at jchawks.com you all, you all have a great night and have a happy monday